Hello, and welcome to Zach's Corner, your favorite show, right here on Body Snatch, the official audio network of the pod people. Of course, I am your host, as always, Zach. Hello, and welcome to a special Zach's Corner. This is one of those uh, Zach Corner After Dark specials, because uh, it is currently 10.21 p.m. on Thursday... June 30th, 2021. So it's a late night episode. We're going to have to be kind of quiet not to wake everybody up. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure I got this episode in because um, it, it's complicated. There's a, a thousand and one things going on, uh, you know. But uh, the important thing is I made time to do this episode because I missed last week because of uh, chaos and all kinds of crazy shit and I'm not going to be able to hammer out anything this weekend, but I had a window in time, motivation, and a movie I really, 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 really wanted to get done. So those things all made the perfect confluence of events to get you your new Zach's Corner. (laughs) For anyone that's uh, stuck around with the show for a long time, I think you guys kind of understand and appreciate my quirkiness and my, uh, you know, faults, and uh, maybe you find it you know, fun and endearing. And for anybody uh, listening for the first time, you might think, golly, what's up with this guy? (laughs) Gotta get it together, which is probably equally true. But uh, I think uh, I like this show. I think uh, it's cheaper than therapy. And uh, at least someone gets the benefit from my spiraling out of control mental state. So, you know, right? Everything's good content, right? What's the, uh, no, no, all news is good news, right? So, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> so this week I did, uh, you know, like, cause you guys have been listening week to week. You understand that I'm uh, just like on like a shoestring, man, right? Like I'm walking a tightrope. I'm just kind of losing it. I'm a little reflexive right like I'm a little yeah reflective not reflexive ah uh, whatever I'm doing a lot of self-evaluating a lot of panicking uh with my life and where it's going and you know uh just kind of in general freaking out which I think is kind of your late 20s entering your 30s right it's because I think early 20s it's full of like yay everything's gonna be fine then your mid-twenties is like, boy, I better start figuring this out. And then your late-twenties is like, fuck, why didn't I do something with my life? Because <laughs> that brick wall that is 30 is right there, and you can see it. And so I thought about that, and then I also thought about, uh, you know, just in general, about how I'm stuck working a shitty day job while trying to make these books, uh, you know, and this podcast a thing, right? Like, I want to actually make the pod people... And, you know, like, to a lesser extent, Zach's Corner, like, a thing. Like, I want to make this, like, sustainable and, like, something that we can actually do. Like, to where, like, we don't have to work jobs. To where we can actually, like, you know, make it, in a sense, right? And so, (laughs) I wanted to do a movie that kind of reflected that. You know, kind of, like, what I've been thinking about, what I've been panicking about. And, I don't know, maybe just workshop it and see, um, maybe we get inspired or something. Or just, it's kind of, like, good to have something to relate to. Right? <laughs> and uh, that's a long way around the barn to get to the door. Uh, let's do uh, the movie we did this week is uh, Don't Think Twice, which is a very hilarious movie uh, written and directed by awesome and amazing comedian Mike Birbiglia. And uh, it's a great movie. It's like a, 
well, I mean, we're going to do the review, obviously, but it's about this improv, improv comedy troupe. And uh, they're all trying to make it, right? And uh, they want to make it on this show called Weekend Live, which is essentially SNL. And it's like the focal point of this, and like it's this big main goal that they all have. And then slowly throughout the movie, you know, they kind of splinter off in different directions, right? Because there's different levels of success, and everybody views success differently. And this movie kind of deals with that, and I really like it. And uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. And I also think it's like a careful balance of, you know, like, kind of realizing, like, you know, what's the ultimate goal? Like, you have to figure out, like, what it is you want to do, right? And sometimes uh, it changes, right? Like, you think you want one thing, and then when you're right there on the precipice, you go, maybe I don't really want that. Maybe something else is what I want, right? And so I think the movie does a really good job of dealing with that. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a funny movie, of course. It's written by, you know, a brilliant stand-up comedian. And uh, yeah, so I love it. So yeah, don't think twice. And this is definitely one that you guys probably aren't watching on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> we do have uh, pretty big stars in this. Of course, we have Mike Birbiglia. He plays Miles, who's like uh, one of the main guys. Uh, there's a woman named Sam in the improv group, played by Jillian Jacobs, who's in the Judd Apatow show uh, Love on Netflix. And then, of course, she's more famously known uh, for being uh, on Community, which is a show that is uneven at best. Take all the shots you want at me. It's not the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and then, of course, big name here. Keegan-Michael Key, of course, of Key and Peele fame. So they got big guys to do this movie, too. So it's a, it's a really, really fun movie, and I really, really think you guys are going to like it. And, uh, yeah. So our fun facts. This was released July 22nd, 2016, uh, with a budget of $2.4 million. And then they gross of $4 million, right? Like $4.17. So, I mean, it made money back, right? Which is not always bad. But it's not like this is a big needle mover. I think, uh, <laughs> as Mike Birbiglia Mike would say in his own stand-up, right? He's a very niche guy. And I think that kind of... This movie's very niche, right? Like, it fits into a certain criteria. I don't think this is something that is going to, like, draw a lot of people. <laughs> and, of course, directed by uh, Mike Birbiglia. And... Uh, he also wrote and directed uh, Sleepwalk with me, which is always uh, which is also something I would highly suggest you guys check out, and obviously check out his stand up. Uh, he's one of mine and Dutch's favorite comedians out there. Uh, he's so funny. Uh, years and years and years ago, uh, he came out with a special called um, uh, "My Girlfriend's Boyfriend," right? Which is like a great title. But uh, Dutch showed me and uh, Rob the stand up thing. And I don't even think Dutch knew at that time that uh, he was unlocking this door to just one of my favorite comedians. I watch all of his specials. I watch all of his movies. Uh, guy is like the best to me. <laughs> I, I like real good storytellers and he's always does really, really great storytelling. So great guy. <laughs> um, I think that's it for fun facts. <laughs> Ugh, I'm kind of dragging my feet. I got a long week ahead of me. So, I don't know why I felt like I have to say my schedule here, but so I work essentially Thursday through Tuesday, right? So I'm not off again until next Wednesday. Technically, Saturday is a day off, but I'm very happy to report we will be spending all day doing pod people things. 
Uh, Dutch has a special project he's working on. Tomas and I have been working on a special project. And we are going to be recording episode 24, which I promised you guys we would do uh, during Slaughter High. So episode 24 is going to be gross point blank. And it's going to be really fun. It's going to be us reminiscing about high school and stuff because we've been out of high school for 10 years. And I'm kind of panicking and they're not because they have their shit together. So <laughs> kind of fun. I guess it ties into this movie too because they wouldn't be panicking. And I definitely am. <laughs> so I guess that's a fun way to look at that too. All right. We're like almost 10 minutes in, guys. And it's late. And I haven't even started this son bitch. <laughs> I'm going all Led Zeppelin on you. I'm just rambling on. <laughs> that was a joke for a few of you. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, this is Zach's Corner. And this is Don't Think Twice. Uh, so we start uh, at an improv show, you know, some chairs being set up, and then we get a little bit of history of improv theater, you know, like different voiceovers from different uh, characters. And what we get, the biggest important thing out of this is we get our three rules to improv. <clears throat> Number one, say yes. Uh, agree with the reality your partner creates and just going with it and building on it and building on it and building on it. It's like whatever they say, you know, do it. Like live with that. You know, you just keep adding to whatever they're saying, right? And then number two, it's all about the group, right? Everybody's looking out for each other, right? You work together to make a moment that has never happened before and will never happen again. And then rule three, don't think, right? You got to get out of your head and it's about impulse. Like it's about the moment. It's about just reacting, right? It's nothing thought out beforehand. You're just going with the flow. So someone's like, you know, oh, look, I found this porcupine. And the other person's like, a porcupine? I've never seen one of those. And then the third person would be like, yeah, they're pretty good for soup. And then the third guy or the fourth guy would go, you eat them for soup? And then, you know, back to the other guy, like, of course, what else would you do with them? Right. And so it's just like that. Right. You're just snapping, going with things. Right. <laughs> so improv is really cool. It's something I've never done because, you know, I have no stage presence. You guys know this by now. I have a theater degree. And so I had to do a lot of acting classes and stuff. Performing and shit terrifying i remember just like doing monologues just for just for the class was too much and like when i did children's theater that semester i thought i was gonna have a heart attack and it was just kids so i cannot imagine the pressure of doing <laughs> an improv comedy show that sounds terrifying uh, and then something else they bring up in the beginning uh there's no mistakes in improv right uh like if you fall on stage right you got to figure out what you're doing on the way down so <laughs> that's kind of a fun way to look at it and then uh, we see our group before some of their shows. And then we find out our group is called The Commune. And then a little bit later we find out they were established by Miles and some of his friends 11 years ago. So they're pretty established. <laughs> and then our current batch of The Commune introduce themselves. Uh, Sam, of course, that's uh, Jillian Jacobs. And then we get Miles, who's Mike Rebiglia, uh Bill, Allison, Lindsay, and then Jack. And Jack is Key and Michael Key. And then they always start their show with a question, right? Has anybody had a particularly bad day today? And then, uh, you know, there's a guy in the audience says, yeah, I'm looking for a new apartment and it's tough. And then they do a whole little improv scene and uh, it's really funny. Like one point they're in the apartment and uh, there's some 
there's two of them, you know, Allison and uh, Bill are lying on the ground. And uh, Jillian's like, who are they? And then um, <laughs> Jack is like, oh, they're the orphans. And Sam's like, this apartment comes with orphans? <laughs> and so it's like just a really funny moment. <laughs> and then um, Lindsay and Miles, they pretend like they're another couple interested in the apartment they get in a bidding war like it's really fun and so you get to see like you know the group think right like they're all really engaged and they're really on the same page and it's really cool <laughs> and then um we get a little bit about the history group like i said they've been around for 11 years and miles has been there since the very beginning so he's like a founding member and uh, they're all kind of hanging out at the bar after the show and then uh, they find out the theater they work at i think it's a improv america theater something like that the american improv theater something like that i don't remember the exact title and uh they're closing down in four weeks so they only have a handful of shows left and then um you know the group's kind of sad about it and then uh sam she's doing her best to kind of rally the troops like you know we'll find a new venue we'll keep this going the commune's got to live forever right and then they kind of end up spilling drinks and it's kind of a funny moment and then uh, we go to the apartment I'm pretty sure they said that Miles, Bill, and maybe um, Allison live together. Uh, Lindsay lives there with her rich parents, and then Jack and um, Sam, they're a couple, and they live together. And then Miles, he brings a girl home to the apartment. And then we see Sam and uh, Jack at home, um, and you know, they have a fun moment together. Ah. And that's my computer needing to be charged. <laughs> and then we see Bill. This is like after the show. He's talking to his dad. Uh, he's ta his dad's talking about real estate. He just like bought a porno theater that he's going to try to convert into something else. And then um, we find out, you know, this is the fun part. <laughs> uh, we get to see everybody's day jobs, right? And this is kind of the part of the, sh the, the movie that I really appreciate because, um, you know, I, I feel this so much because like, you know, until you really make it, and I know they're doing, like, improv or whatever, and, like, they're making it is getting on their TV show Weekend Live, but, like, I feel this so much because, um, like, I don't want to, like, try to, like, sound like a douche or, like, you know, I'm bigger than I am or whatever, but, you know, like, I'm legitimately trying to, like, make a life writing books, right? And so, like, I feel this, it's, like, the work balance, right? Like, because you have to work a real job because you have to keep the lights on, right? Like, you have to eat, right? And so it's just kind of this thing where, like, you know, you're trying so hard to make the time to be able to do, you know, what you want to do. But there's still that balance of you have to do what you have to do. And that's why I really like this scene, right? Because, <laughs> you know, it's them working at a grocery store, giving out samples. And then um, you see Sam, she's like a hostess at a restaurant. And uh, Jack's a fucking, like, sandwich delivery guy. <laughs> and it's, like, kind of funny. And then Allison, she's trying to uh, write a graphic novel this whole time, like, during the movie. And then uh, Miles, uh, he's teaching improv class. And we find out he's Jack's teacher, uh, or he was Jack's teacher. And, uh, you know, then later at night, they're all watching Weekend Live, which is a riff on SNL. And then, uh, you know, it's everybody's goal to get on the show. And uh, uh, Miles auditioned for the show in, like, 2003, but he didn't get it. And he's like, I was so close. I was inches away from making it. And I, I think it's funny. They talk about this weekend live thing because comedians always they always try to get on SNL. Like that's a big deal, right? Like with New York comedian stuff, like you always hear them talk about it. So it's funny because Mike probably lived this life, you know, actually, you know, trying to make it 
right? Like on SNL and stuff. So it's like a really fun movie because it's like kind of meta in that way. Because, you know, you got to imagine like a lot of these things are things that touch on his life. So it's really fun. <laughs> and then uh, we're at another show for the commune. And uh, there's a producer from Weekend Live there. And uh, Miles, he makes sure to tell Jack, you know, don't go into business for yourself. Or, like, don't be a dick. Like, it's about the team. Like, don't show off. Don't be a showboat. And uh, Bill's not there, but they have to go on anyway. And then they have a really fun scene with the taxi. And then eventually, you know, Jack, he goes into show-off mode, and he does an Obama impersonation out of nowhere, and it pisses off the entire troop. They're all very upset. And then we see the Weekend Live cast members are there. And then they all go to introduce themselves. And then uh, Miles, he knows one of the people that's there. And then it's kind of, they have like an awkward interaction because the guy's getting married. And he says, oh yeah, we're real close. And then the girl's like, oh, is he coming to the wedding? He's like, oh, it's a small wedding. And so like, they're not actually that close. So it's kind of a funny moment. And then um, back at the apartment and Miles has another new girl. And then, yeah, we find out that he auditioned in 2003. And then they're all just kind of hanging out, which is fun. And then uh, Jack and Sam, they get a call, and they have auditions for Weekend Live on Thursday. They did enough that they really liked what they did. And uh, the producer for Weekend Live, Bonnie, was like, yeah, you guys got to come in. And then Bill, he shows up. He talks about his dad's in the hospital. Uh, he got in a motorcycle accident, and he's going to go up and see him tomorrow. And they're like, we'll all go tomorrow. We'll all, you know, make a trip out of it. And then... Jack having no tact. He's, this is the time where he decides, oh yeah, oh, we got auditions for Weekend Life. And you're like, bro, read the room. <laughs> and you can even see Sam's face. She doesn't like that, you know, uh, that Jack did that. And then uh, Miles, he's pissed off because he didn't get an audition. And then um, we see Jack and Sam. They're going over what bits they're going to do. They're doing impersonations, uh, you know, and it's all during the car ride that they're all in the car together uh, going to see... Um, Bill's dad. <laughs> and, uh, it's real fun. Like, you know, there are kind of cracking jokes and stuff, and then they're doing a, this impersonation of uh, a character named Uncle John, and all he's doing is, there's the door, and it's just Jack being really funny. It's real fun. <laughs> um, then at the hospital, then we find out, like, the dad's in rough shape, like, he has some, like, uh, brain damage, like, some concussions or something. And, uh, they all leave, because, you know, they gotta get back to the city. And then, uh, you know, Bill's real sad. You know, he doesn't want his dad to die. Uh, you know, they, thinking he's a failure. And then Sam's like, you're not a failure. You're in the commune. Because she's real high on the commune. She thinks it's the greatest thing ever. We get a little bit of exposition later that uh, Sam was a big fan of the commune. And she used to go to all their shows. And eventually, Miles asked her to join the group. And it was like a huge deal for her. And then, um, <laughs> you know, everybody's trying to cheer up Bill. And uh, then Miles, he starts with the jokes. <laughs> because uh, when they're all leaving, Bill's dad says, Thank you! Right? Just like that. And so they're all then take turns making fun of the way he said thank you. Because they're all, you know, comedians. And they're all <laughs> really funny. And it's it's so much fun. And so, like, it kind of takes the, the emotion, right? Like, they all kind of can just breathe and have fun again, right? Like, it takes the heaviness out. <laughs> And then uh, we get a scene of, you know, Jack's practicing impersonations in the shower, and then Sam's watching some videos, and uh, then they're workshopping things together. And then uh, we get to Thursday. You know, Jack's trying to leave, but Sam's kind of dragging her feet. She doesn't want to go right away, and Jack's like, okay, um, I'm going. And then she's like, yeah, I'll just meet you down there. 
And then, you know, uh, Jack, <clears throat> he gets to his audition, and when he signs in, it's a really funny joke, because uh, one of the names on the list is Pete Holmes, who's another comedian who's really, really funny. <laughs> and you even see Pete Holmes like in the like a little cameo, which is great because he's coming out of his audition. He's like, "Yeah, I nailed it," <laughs> and it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> and then uh, you see Sam; she shows up to her audition, uh, but she doesn't end up going. And then you know uh, Jack; he does some bits in his audition. He does that uh, ticket taker, like an old timey ticket taker. It's kind of funny. And then yeah, we just see Sam sitting alone at a park. And then that night, they're at a commune show, and there's no Jack or Sam. But then, you know, after the show, they all go to the bar to hang out. And then Jack's there after, and then he talks about the audition, and then he says, yeah, I got Weekend Live. So Jack is on the show. And there's kind of a delayed reaction, but then they all kind of congratulate him. And then Sam hasn't shown up yet, and then... Uh, they want Jack to do the last couple weeks of the show. They've they only got three weeks left. You know, you got to come on the show. And then he's kind of real noncommittal. He's like, I mean, you know, I got this job. Like, I can't really just show up all the time. Like, even though we're not recording, like, I still have to work. And then Sam, she does show up. And she says she missed her audition. You know, she showed up late. And then Jack's upset, you know, because he wants them to do it together. You know, I wanted us both to get it. Like, I wanted us to do it. And she's like, hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> And then they all try to get, uh, you know, Jack to get them jobs. He's like, yeah, you know, if you need some writers, you know, we're here for you, you know. Then they have a party at the apartment. And then this is where we get background that Miles was Jack's teacher. And then Miles is, he's telling one of his students, because he's always banging his students. That's kind of one of the things Miles does. And so he's with a different girl and he's telling her all these stories. And we find out the Sam information here too. And then, uh, you know, everybody's kind of just dealing with everything differently. And then later, Sam and Jack, they're talking about what happened. And, uh, you know, Sam's, you know, I was late, you know, I'm sorry. And then Jack's, like, really upset. And then everyone takes turns, like, Googling Jack and seeing, like, different comedy articles talking about him being on Weekend Live. And then the next day, Miles and Sam, they're talking. And uh, Miles wants Sam to take over his class. And he's like... You know, i got to focus on this writing packet, and i, I got to get this writing gig for Weekend Live, right? Like, it's back to being his focus. Like, he's got to get on Weekend Live. Jack made it. And that's, like, his protege. So if his protege's there, he has to be there, right? You know, he's as good as Jack, right? He's the one that taught him everything he knows. And then we get another commune show. And then uh, we find out Bill, he may have a new venue uh, for the commune, but they need, like, $4,000, right? And then once they make the $4,000, you know, then they can start making a profit. They go to the space, it's like a, like a nightclub, like jazz club kind of thing. And like on the off nights when there's no jazz, they're going to let them do the improv if it goes well. And then we find out Alice and Bill, uh, they're, they're writing for Weekend Live, they're writing packets. And then Allison, you know, she's kind of pitching things for Bill. And she has sketches, and it's really funny, it's like a dating game thing to where... It's like Bigfoot and like Abraham Lincoln's ghost and an alien. And then, um, you know, Lincoln complains. He's like, I'm married. I don't want to be on here. And they're like, well, why are you on this dating show? And he's like, because I have a gun in my head. And then it would be the ghost of John Wilkes Booth holding the gun to his head. It's like really funny stuff. Uh, but she gets kind of self-conscious because like she drew it out instead of writing it out. And then uh, she tears up the drawing. She's like, oh, it's not very good. And then later we see Jack. He's at Weekend Live. 
and uh, he's with one of the cast members. And uh, you know, he tells Jack, "You like don't don't pitch things uh, to Timothy. He's not gonna want to hear it. Timothy's like the Lauren Michaels in this movie, right? Like he's like the head of the Weekend Live thing." And then we see Sam. She's teaching the class, and she's a little awkward, uh, but she's pretty good. You know, she's telling them that they gotta have a group mind, and they gotta be really connected to each other. And then we're at the show later, <laughs> and then uh, they're back at the apartment after the show goes. And then uh, Miles is there with another girl, and it's someone he knows from uh, high school. Her name is Liz, and uh, Miles and Liz, uh, you know, they go back to the apartment, and uh, Liz isn't really feeling it, but they're gonna meet up again later. And then we see shots of them cleaning out the theater, like the venue where they usually are. And then Sam finds an old book that she's reading from. It's like an improv book. She's kind of reading it to Jack. And then Jack, he's only wanting to talk about uh, Weekend Live, right? He's like, oh, you want to, like, come be in the studio or, like, what? And then she's like, not as meet you at the after party. And then, you know, because she doesn't really want to go. She's like, I don't know if I can go back there, right? And then they're all watching the episode together on TV. And, of course, they're critiquing Jack's performance because they have to, right? You know, everyone's like, I mean, I could do this better, right? Because that's the whole thing. Because <laughs> there's a little bit of jealousy in all of them, right? Because they're like, well, I mean, I should have been the one to make it. Because that's always the feeling, right? It's always the selfishness in people. It's like, well, it should have been me. Like, why isn't it me? You know what I mean? And so it's kind of like, that's always the, the feeling. And then they're going to meet up with Jack for the after party. But they don't know where the after party is. And then uh, Miles and Liz, they're like, yeah, we're over it. We're out of here. <laughs> and then uh, you see Jack, and he's talking to Timothy at the party. And uh, Timothy gives him a bicycle. <laughs> and then Jack gets home late, and Sam's already in bed. And then, uh, you know, he's, like, kind of trying to apologize and stuff. And then, uh, you know, Sam doesn't want anything to do with it. And the next day, you know, Jack, he gives Sam flowers, and they're kind of talking. And then Jack goes to leave for work because, you know, he's got to ride all week, you know. So he has to be in the office even if there's not a show, right? <laughs> and then uh, Bill gives an update on his dad, says he's still in rough shape. And then uh, Bill and Allison give Jack the packet. And then later we see Jack talking to Miles. And then, uh, you know, Miles is kind of pushing for it. He's like, you know, they got the student. Wouldn't they want the teacher? And then Jack's like, um, I'm going to kind of pitch you guys all at the same time and let them decide. He's like, I'm not going to you know, push for anybody over anybody else. And Miles is really taken aback by this. He's like, you know, how could you not, like, you know, fight for me, you know? And then, you know, Jack's just kind of like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm trying to take care of everybody, right? <laughs> and uh, it's real interesting. <laughs> and then they go back to visit Bill's dad, but it's kind of quiet in the car, which is different from every other time they've been in the car because it's usually joking and laughing and, you know, around and stuff. When they finally do talk, it's like all heavy stuff, and uh, it's all about the writing gig. And then at night, they're hanging out at the house, and, uh, you know, after they see his dad. And then they talk about Allison's graphic novel, you know, she's been working on. And then we have a commune show. It's one of the last, and uh, Jack's not there because he's too busy now. <coughs> and we see Sam, she's still teaching, and she's actually growing, and she's really grooving as a teacher. And then there's more packing at the theater. And they're going through photos and stuff. And then Bill shows them tuxedos they used to wear. And, uh, you know, uh, Bill says the, the hilarious line, you know. Uh, and well, no, this is before the hilarious line. This is kind of like the sad line that I think kind of like hits at the heart of this, right? He's like, you know, maybe all this is a sign that we should move on, right? Because there's a certain point where you're chasing the dream to where it's like, 
Well, at what point do you start to be realistic and realize that, well, maybe it's just not going to happen, right? Like, maybe we just have to live, like, normal lives, right? Like, maybe we just can't keep doing this forever. Like, there's got to be a stopping point, right? Because you either make it or you don't. And is it better to, like, you know, keep chasing this impossible dream and have it never happen? Or is it better to, like, you know, pivot and go into something else? You know, and that's a, I think that's a very interesting question. Like, when's the time to call it quits on the dream, right? Like, is, you know, it's hard to hang in there, right? Like, it's easy to give up, but, like, it's hard to hang in there, you know? And so it's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Lindsay's trying to encourage him. And then this is where Bill says the funny line, right? He's like, you know, your 20s are all about hope, right? And like, you know, thinking and, you know, thinking it's all going to work out. And then your 30s are all about realizing how dumb it was to hope in the first place. <laughs> and so that's like really funny. And, you know, it's all like reflecting and stuff. And then, uh, you know, Bill feels like, you know, outside of improv, he's a loser. Like, he's done nothing else. Like, he's a rock star on the stage. Like, he really kicks ass. But, like, in the real world, like, he's nobody. And so, like, he's really worried about that. And then uh, Miles and Liz, you know, they're out talking together. And, uh, you know, they bang. And uh, things between them are going great. And then later we find out Liz is pregnant. But it's not Miles. It's she was on vacation in Brazil. She got knocked up by some guy. And then we find out he's not going to be in the picture. And that Liz is going to be a single mom. And then uh, we see Sam and Jack, they're talking. And Sam admits that she just ditched her audition and she didn't go. And, uh, you know, she freaked out. And that she didn't want to do something she didn't believe in. And she didn't believe in doing Weekend Live. She's like, it's not for me. It's not what I want. She's like, I like my life. I like being in the, in the commune. She's like, I love improv comedy. Like, I don't want to do anything else. I'm happiest here. Right? So that's her, you know, living up to her full potential and dreams. Like, for her... The end isn't bigger. The end is where she's at. She's already doing what she wants to do. And uh, Jack's not happy about this because he wants bigger things, not just for him, but for her. And I don't know if he can appreciate his success without her being along with it, right? And so that's, you know, I guess it shows his insecurities. So that's, that's real interesting. And then we're at a commune show, and uh, Jack is back. Uh, there's no Miles. And uh, Ben Stiller... Uh, he's in the audience because, you know, Jack brought him to the show because Jack wants the producers to give Sam another look, right? <laughs> Jack's really pushing for it even though Sam doesn't want it. And then um, Sam does the opening line. Is anybody having a particularly hard day today? And then everybody in the audience just wants weekend live stuff. They're like, hey, Jack, do the ticket taker. And then after like a few moments, um, you know, Jack takes over and he starts to do ticket taker and he's just kind of taking over the show. And, uh, you know, the rest of the group looks obviously upset. And then Jack, he introduces everybody to Ben Stiller, and they're all kind of asking him awkward questions. And then when Ben Stiller goes to the bathroom, Jack's kind of a dick, and he talks down to them for asking the questions. And then Sam, she leaves to go talk to her students. You know, she's really embracing the teaching role. And then uh, she has, like, a really awesome line, which I appreciate, where she says, you know, there's two kinds of, you know, bad shows, like when you bomb. She's like... There's bad shows where you guys fall apart on stage and you don't talk to each other after. She's like, and then there's bad shows where you're all together after it and you go out drinking and everything's fine and you guys are really connected and together, right? She's like, that's the good bad shows, right? Because, you know, that's the bonding moments, you know? The struggle, you know, brings you guys together. And then they're like, yeah, that's exactly right. Like, we all live together. And so in a way, this group of her students is how the commune used to be, right? And that's kind of what she's chasing is to still be... In the commune, she wants to keep that, you know, 
whole dream alive, you know. It's all dying away, right? It's not just their physical venue is closing down. But then with Jack's success, and then everybody trying to get on Weekend Live, like, the commune's completely changing. The group dynamic is completely changing. And so she's kind of losing her idealistic life. And so it's kind of interesting to watch. And so then we see her, and, uh, you know, she's, she's, you know, partying with the kids. You know, she's out with the students and stuff. And then uh, we see Jack, you know, he's out, you know, uh, he has the stack of uh, packets from everybody. And then Timothy shuts him down. He's like, you're not like a comedy virtuoso. We can't just plug you into other people's work. So you really got to be writing for yourself. And then we get an interesting scene where Miles is with Liz. And he tells Liz, if I don't get the job, you know, I, I want to move out with you. Like, I want to live to, you know, like where you live. And I want to raise the kid with you. Like, I, I want this. Like, this is what I want. And so we see Miles' goals are shifting, too, because he's found something bigger and better than making it, right? Like, it's actually, like, family life with Liz. Like, he actually finds something with more meaning than Weekend Live. So that's him finding and fulfilling his dream, right? So making it to him is no longer, you know, the Weekend Live stuff. It's, you know, he can actually see life outside of it. So that's real interesting. And then we have the Commune show, and then they're talking about the new venue, and they're kind of pushing for it. And then they're like, yeah, I mean, it's $45, but it's going to be worth it. And the audience, you know, isn't having it. Uh, they just want Jack. And uh, they're pushing for Jack. Like, where's Jack? Where's Jack? <laughs> and then because they're awesome, uh, Sam, she kind of turns it into a funeral scene. And they take the opportunity to take shots at Jack and at Weekend Live. It's a really funny moment. And then now we see that the theater's done. And uh, Sam, she gets the sign from it, like the Improv of America sign. And then we see Jack at Weekend Live. And then um, his writing partner, or the other guy that's on the show, says, hey, is there any old sketches from your improv group that you could use? And then we're at a commune show now, and they're at the new venue. And they're wearing the tuxedos, which I thought was a nice touch. And there's almost no uh, audience. And then the venue manager's not happy with them. And then... Uh, the old manager of the old theater tells Miles he's not going to get the writing gig at Weekend Live, right? And neither does Allison or Bill. And then um, we watch Weekend Live. And Jack stole the orphan apartment bit. And they're all pissed. And then Miles, then, uh, Miles decides he's going to go to the party. And he's going to confront Jack over this, right? He's like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not taking this. So he gets in Jack's face and they're tying and talking. And then Miles punches Jack in the face. And then they all get kicked out. And then Lindsay, she's not inside the after party. She stays outside. They're like, why didn't you go in there with us? And she's like, well, yeah, I don't want to embarrass myself in front of my coworkers. And it turns out she's actually going to be riding on Weekend Live. And it causes a whole meltdown and drama. They're all laying into Lindsay, and they're all being really shitty. So then, you know, Lindsay defends herself. You know, she attacks Allison. She's like, yeah, at least I haven't been working on my book for nine years. And then she goes after Miles, and she's like, look, like... You know, you were never going to make it. You were never inches away from making it. It's like, you don't have it. You're not good enough. And then Sam and, uh, <laughs> Sam's just kind of sitting there, like, watching this all go down. And then, um, you know, Lindsay, she storms off. Bill and, uh, Allison, they storm off. And then Miles and Sam, they talk. And, uh, you know, Sam tells Miles, you know, you know, it's all meaningless anyway. Like, who really cares about Weekend Life? We still have, you know, one more show with the commune. And I don't want to do this show alone. Like, I don't want to be alone. And then we're at the last show. 
or the commune at the theater. Like, this is it. And then Sam's the only one that shows up. <laughs> and then she asks her question, has anybody had a particularly bad day? And then the audience member yells, looks like you're having a bad day. She's like, I am having a bad day. <laughs> and then she kind of turns it into like a, you know, like a one-woman show. And she's doing different audiences for every, uh, not different audiences, but she's doing different voices for everyone in the improv group. And she's in a well, and they're all kind of looking down at her. And then uh, she's just kind of stuck. And then Jack, he shows up. He jumps in the scene. And they're kind of arguing through improv, which is really awesome. And then it's about Sam. She's wanting to stay put, right? Like, she's content being in the well. Maybe I like being in the well. And Jack's trying to pull her up. He's trying to do everything he can to pull her up out of the well. You know, bring her to where she belongs. And uh, Sam's like, maybe I belong here, right? And then she tells him it's over. And it's okay that it's over. So it's like really sad. <laughs> you know, they just had moved apart, right? Like their lives are diverged, you know. Their ideals are different. Like where they're going is different, right? And Sam doesn't want to hold, you know, Jack back. And Jack doesn't understand. Like Jack wants her with him. But she's, she's like, I don't want it, you know? And so it's really sad. <clears throat> and then... um Oh, and then we get a voiceover with the with the great line, and uh, I really like it. And they said improv is like watching, uh, you know, people put a plane together uh, when they are already in the air, right? Like they're already in the sky. And so I really like that idea. <laughs> and then uh, eight months later, and then uh, Liz is having her baby, and Miles is there, and they're like, you know, they're a family, and you know, Sam, she's still teaching, she's really into it. And then Allison, she's actually sent off her book to get published. And unfortunately, Bill's dad died. And they're all at the funeral. Even Jack's there. And they're all back at the house. They're all talking. And, you know, everybody's clowning on Miles because the baby is, you know, not his. And they're like, oh, it doesn't even... They're like, they're like oh, it definitely has your eyes. And you're like, is that your hair? Like, it's a really funny moment. And then Miles, he starts with the Bill's dad jokes. He's like, thank you. And then they all jump in on Bill's dad jokes. And then it's really funny. And then uh, Jack, he has to get back to the city because of uh, Weekend Life. And then, uh, you know, Bill, he has news, right? Like, we have a theater because his dad bought that porno theater that they're going to convert into an improv theater. And so they can do shows there and they can do classes and it's really cool. And then, uh, you know, Jack wants to stay, but they tell him, you know, he's got to go. Right, and then uh, they go to see the space, and it's small, but it's really cool, and it's going to be something great. And then it's really cool, Sam does, is there anybody having a particularly bad day today? And then Bill's like, uh, yeah, my dad died, and today was his funeral. And then the commune gets to do a show for no audience, and they're all having a really fun time with it. And then that's the end of the movie. That was Don't Think Twice. So I think this is a really, really great movie as far as just if you just want to watch it and enjoy it. But I think like it's a lot more fun because you get to dive into, you know, deeper thinking and meanings, right? Like what it is to make it and how that evolves and changes. You know, it's maybe a different answer than what you thought it was, right? And I think that's really, really cool. And I think it's also having like realistic expectations, you know, of like what it means to make it, right? Because it might be different definitions, you know, like for everybody, it was like, well, we got to make Weekend Live. But then for Sam, it wasn't that. It was living her current life 
And then Miles thought it was Weekend Live, but then it turned out to be, well, I actually just want to be with Liz and I want to have a family, you know? And, you know, for Jack, it was making it. Like, making it was the most important thing for him. So I really like the idea of just, like, you know, different goals and how things change over time. Um, it's a really, really funny movie, too. I think you guys will really love this one. Obviously, highly recommend it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Also, I would argue, you know, you should... If you like this movie, you should check out uh, Sleepwalk With Me. It's Mike Merbigla's other movie that he did. And then obviously watch his stand-up because he's great. Uh, I love that guy. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say. 40 minutes by myself is a lot for you guys to take in, but I love this movie, and sometimes I get stuck talking, you know, about the movies. And uh, they, this is one I really, really love. And uh, I hope you guys too. I hope you guys are having a great night. I hope things are going well. I hope you're okay. Not just like physically, but I hope mentally and emotionally. Like, I hope everything's going good for you guys, right? Because, uh, yeah. You know, life's tough. And all we got is each other. So, if I can help distract you for 40 minutes, you guys are helping me get distracted. So, you know, I'm happy. So maybe it's a mutual beneficial agreement. Like, I really hope it is, man. Um, obviously, we're on Body Snatched. But if you want to listen to the pod people proper, uh, please, please, please we're going to link to the anchor page in this episode. So go check out the pod people. Episode 23 just went up a little while ago. The really fun episode. We did a great movie behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon. You guys are going to love that so much. We have great things on the horizon. Uh, you know, we got great things on the, on the pipeline. It's all going good. And then, uh, Zach's corner wise, uh, if you guys want to help out the show, give me suggestions what you'd like to hear on Zach's Corner, please go to our Facebook. Uh, you log into Facebook, you get the search bar, you get at DTZ the pod people. You can comment on the episode link here, and you can send us a direct message, and you can send us an email through there. And I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, this is our show, and I want us to do this show together. And uh, I just don't want to, you know, get all sappy and soapboxy and pick movies that are helping explain how I'm feeling, like, don't think twice. I want to do movies that you guys want to watch, too. Maybe something more cheery or fun, you know? Not as quite as, you know, deep thinking or perplexing, right? Like, <laughs> falling apart over here. But, uh, yeah, I love you guys. And uh, I'm going to do my best to get an episode in next week. It's going to be a little rough as far as timing-wise, but best things, uh, you know, you make time for. So I'm going to try my hardest. Um, I'm going to stop rambling. I love you guys. Have a good night or good morning, depending on when you find this. And uh, we'll see you real soon, man. Bye.